Shavuot Tov. Today we'll be studying the third chapter of Hilchot Tumat Met. This chapter will deal with how certain Tumot can uh, cause other entities and other objects to become Tameh, as well as a summary uh, with what we discussed in the previous chapter. Perik Shelishi, Halacha Aleph. Elu mitammein bemaga uvmasa uvaohel. The following impart uh, and cause Tum'ah if they are either touched, that's maga, carried, that's masa, and ohel is under the same, uh, if 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 it's under the same roof or structure. And going forward, forward, I'm gonna tra- I'm gonna translate these terms in this halacha and in the following couple of halachot. But then we'll maintain uh, these terms in Hebrew so that we don't have to translate each and every time. Hamet afilu nefil shelo nitkasheru evarav bagidin. The first is a, and again, these are the following um, are what cause tum'ah uh, if they are bemaga masa uva ohel. Met, obviously, which is the most um, explicit cause of tum'ah here, is obviously a corpse. Uh, even uh, if it's a fetus whose limbs weren't uh, fully attached to its body by tendons or ligaments, v'chazayit mi besar hamet, and an olive's worth of flesh from a corpse, nesel, uh, and an olive's worth of, fl- of flesh um, from a corpse that began to, to rot and became, became and started to become soft. That's nesel. high, and a limb from a live uh, person, or a limb from a dead person. Uh, with the required amount of flesh, as we discussed in Perik Bet. Veshidra, uh, the spine of a corpse. Vegulgolit, and a skull. Verov binyano, the majority of the corpse's structure. Verov minyano, and the majority of the bones uh, of a corpse. Verova asamot mikol makom, and the f- a fourth of a cav of bones. And even though this fourth of a cove of bones does not um, have the does not contain the majority of the corpse or uh, the number of the actual number of bones for from the from the corpse, would be eight dam and a reviit of blood, would be eight dam tevusa and a reviit of blood of an animal that is on the cup, cusp of uh, of being dead and alive. Hakol shetem Israel. All of these totaling twelve um, twelves item twelve items that again impart and cause tumah. And the following cause tum'ah bemaga in masa, but not uh, are not but are not do not cause tum'ah beohel. Limb the limb of a living person that does not have uh, enough flesh um, to regenerate itself. And the uh, the limb of a dead person, without enough uh, bone uh, or without without enough flesh or bone, in uh, asamot, in the spine, in a spine that was not full uh, and doesn't have a fourth cav of bones, in asamot, and the skull uh, that does not have 
um, a fourth of a cup of bones. And the, a bone, uh, even the size of a barley grain. And the land of, of the nations or any place outside of Eretz Yisrael, and um, a field with bones that are buried under, and we don't know exactly where the bones are. Hakol Shiva. All of these total to a number of seven. Halacha Gimal. Hagolal, Hagolel, Vadofek, Metamein Bemaga, Uva Ohel, Kakever. The Golal, Golel, the Golel is a tombstone. Dofik is the rocks that support the tombstone. They uh, are metame bemaga and ohel, just like a kever, like a grave. Ve'enan metamein bemasa and are do not impart tumah uh, through masa. Harakav metamei ba'ohel u'masa ve'eno metamei bemaga. A decomposed corpse uh, causes tumah be'ohel and masa, but does not metamei. The a fourth cove of bones, beohel, um, and the tumah and the tum so the tumah of a fourth of cove of bones, beohel, and a and a revit of dam. And the tumah of revit of dam, and the tumah of a limb of evesh en ala basar a limb that doesn't have enough flesh, but whether alive or dead, um, the, whether the limb was taken of a live per, of a live person or of a dead person. Yera'eli shekulan tumatan enah din Torah Harambam here provides us with his opinion because there was no conclusion in the Gemara. And Harambam says that he that his opinion is that these uh, these three tumot four tumot rather that we mentioned just now are not tumah by biblical law they are not din Torah shehare in nazir alehin and Harambam says this the re says says that in his opinion he does not believe that these are din Torah because a nazir if he comes in contact with these with this tumah, he does not need to restart his nazirut and to shave his beard. Ordinarily, if a nazir would come in contact with something that is uh, with a tumah that is tamemet mehat Torah, he would need to restart his yemen nazirut and he would need to shave. However, for these. Uh, for tumot that we just mentioned, tumat rova atzamot ba'ohel, tumat revi'it dam, v'tumat ever she'en alav basar karaui ben min hamet ben min hai. Harambam says because a nazir does not need to restart his nazirut and shave, uh, Harambam says he is of the opinion that they are not tum'ah by biblical law. Kemoshe be'arnu bin zirut, as we mentioned in Hilchot Nazirut, Perek Zain. Ven chayevin alehen al bi'at hamikdash. And if somebody who is tameh with these tum'ot, it would not be liable if he entered the mikdash. Ve'chol ha'tameh betum'ah shel la Torah chayev al bi'at hamikdash. And when a person is tameh, he would be liable for entering the Mikdash because you're not allowed to enter the Mikdash if you are Tameh. Therefore, I say that 
Torah and Harambam here says that he his he he's, his, he is of the opinion that um, any tum'ah of a mit that a nazir does not need to shave do, to shave if he came in contact with it is not uh, tum'ah that is din Torah that is that is biblical tum'ah. I would like to just point out here that there is a lengthy discussion within the Mifarshim on this halakha because on the one hand, like we mentioned, the Nazir doesn't need to restart his Nazirut, but on the other hand, if a Nazir does come in contact with these Tum'ot, he does receive Malkut, and Malkut is the punishment uh, for violating a biblical prohibition. So although the, this Tum'ah is not Din Torah, it is also um, obviously not dirabanan. It is not obvious, obviously not rabbinic, um, and it's a sort of uh, in between of um, of dirabanan and din Torah, similar to something that we'll see uh, potentially in perek he halacha he bezat Hashem to give everybody a preview. So stay tuned in the next couple of days for for that halacha. Halakha dalet en rekav hamet metame achi kaver aron be aron shille shaish o shillis hochit vehayose bahen viyekulo shalem. Rekav, as we mentioned before, is, de- is the decomposed mass of a corpse. So the rekav of a corpse doesn't cause tum'ah until it is buried in a. until it is. until the corpse is buried. Uh, without any garments or clothing, it must, the corpse must be naked, in a coffin of marble or glass or anything of this sort that would truly sort of seal the corpse. Uh, and the body must be intact. Again, for rekav to be, rekav hamet to be metame. Hasar mimenu ever, if uh, the corpse didn't have a limb. O shenikbar bichsuto or if the corpse was buried with garments or clothing, or if the, the corpse was buried in a coffin of wood or metal, and rekavo tame. The rekev is not tame. Because we say that the rotting of the garments or the rotting of the wood or the rod or the, the, the rotting and um, and rust of the metal got mixed up with the corpse. If dirt uh, gets mixed up with the with the corpse, uh, the rekev is metame. Velo amru rakav bilvad aval harug enlo Rakav, and we only and when we speak about rakav of the the rotting, the decomposed mass of a corpse, we only are referring to the we're only referring and speaking about the rakav uh, of a corpse that died a natural death, but the but um, but someone who was harug, a person who was slain, uh, rakav does not apply to them. In their corpse. Kavru If two corpses were buried together, or if they cut the hair or nails 
of the person and they were buried with the corpse or if a woman a pregnant woman uh, was um, was buried with the fetus inside her stomach Rakav does not apply. Halacha vav. Tahana met ache naasa rakav. Enametame ache yarkiv meelav. If a corpse was grinded until it was rakav, it does not, it is not metame until it decomposed naturally. Halacha zain. Tehanokulo veiniho ache yarkiv. If the corpse was grinded totally until it was totally. Um, decomposed or if the um, or if um, a part of the the person's body was became rotten while he while the person was still alive and then the person died and then his entire body became decomposed it is if he is and if somebody became tame because of two handsful of this rekev, he is tame misafik. Two handfuls and more of dirt. Uh, that was found under a corpse or under a grave and we don't know what this dirt comprises of or we, we don't know whether it was raqav uh, that causes ohel, or if it was simply dirt that became dirty uh, with blood uh, and and soft and soft rotten flesh. This is because in this two handfuls and more, uh, there is two handfuls of rakav. Rambam says here, uh, it seems to him that this tum'ah is midivre soferim. A corpse that was burned and the form and the skeleton of the corpse was still intact. And this, uh, and, and when we say that, it, that the skeleton was still intact, we mean that the spine and the ribs were still there. This causes Tum'ah just as a full fledged corpse. And obviously, this this goes without saying that um, that a corpse that was charred and not fully burned also uh, causes tameh just as a regular corpse would. But if the the corpse was burned until its form was totally unrecognizable, it, the corpse that is now you can't really tell that it's a corpse is tahor vehen shafir meruqam shatarafo bamaim tahor sharen itwal bela surato so too the corpse of an embryo that was mixed with water uh, in the womb uh, it is tahor because its form is unrecognizable halakha yod besar hamet shenifrakh venasa kakemah the flesh of a corpse that became powdery like flour like flour tahor it is tahor. So too, the ashes of a corpse that was burned, 
is tahor as well. Fechina tolaim and nehevin mi besar met ben haim ben metim tehurin. And so too, uh, they they used to believe uh, before Louis Pasteur in the early 1900s came along. They used, uh, most people, almost everybody, um, believed in something called spontaneous generation that worms um, and fruit flies. Uh, were created from uh, from rotten items uh, like rotten meat or like corpses, um, but but today we know that is not the case. But uh, for the purposes of, of the purposes of this halacha, we'll explain the following: uh, worms um, and corpse worms that that are contained inside and and crawling in and out of a corpse, whether uh, the the worms are alive or dead are tahor they are pure. And we already mentioned in Perik Bet Halachahe that the bone marrow is um, is considered to be like flesh for all intents and purposes, whether it is from the carcass of an animal that was not slaughtered properly or if it was from a crawling creature. A person's skin is like their flesh. And if um, the skin of, of a person um, was processed, tanned, and worked, uh, or if it was trampled upon, that it is now con- considered to be worked and processed, and the, the, the leather can be used uh, for writing or for something else, it is tahor uh, from from din Torah. However, from Chachamim's standpoint, however, Chachamim forbade this um, and said that this uh, that that this would be tameh just as a corpse. Is uh, is tameh and causes the same type of tumah in order not to have people accustomed accustomed to to use human flesh and to work human flesh and to use to use human flesh at all. The membrane that is on the face of an infant when the infant is born, whether the infant is al- the infant and the mother are alive, whether the infant um, passed away and the mother passed away as well, the membrane membrane is tahor because it is like excre- excrement or vomit or anything of this sort. Every part of the a corpse is tameh, except for the teeth, the hair, and the nails. Because they, they grow back. But when they're attached to the corpse to the corpse and to the body of the deceased, they are also uh, they also are tameh, and you can cause tumah as well. Kesad, haso, hamet, bahus, usaro betoch bait, nitma kolasher babait. If the corpse is outside and the hair on the head of this corpse is inside, 
the entire house and everything in it becomes Tameh. So to somebody who touches the hair, teeth, or nails of a corpse while they are still attached to the corpse, uh, becomes Tameh. If a corpse's hair was extremely long and ready to be cut, uh, and the nails were also long and about to be cut, since they are uh, to be removed and about to be cut, it is a safek whether or not it causes tum'ah. Therefore, somebody who touches very long hair or very long nails of a corpse, it, it, he is safek tameh. Kol mashkeha yose min hamet tahor hus middamo. Any liquid that flows out from the met is tahor, except for blood that flows from the met. Obviously, um, causes tum'ah. Vechol mar edamim min hamet tameh. Kemoshe be'arnu. And any liquid that looks like blood that flows from the met is tameh, as we mentioned in Perek Bet. And why is it that Hachamim did not uh, forbid and uh, forbid the liquid that flows from a met, from from a corpse, the same way that they uh, forbade um, and said that liquids that flow from somebody who is tameh that those cause tum'ah, but the liquid that flows from amet does not cause tum'ah. Since people don't typically go near a corpse, and, and they usually try to distance themselves from a corpse, Hachamim did not make this gezerah on liquid that flows from a met. Halacha yodalit. When a liver decomposes and becomes soft, a revi'it of it causes tum'ah. Uh, the liver contains more blood uh, than almost all the other organs. And once it, and if when it becomes soft and starts to decompose, we consider it uh, to be analogous to blood. And as we mentioned before, a revi'it of blood is metameh. So the same rule applies with um, with the kaved, with the, the liver. Uh, because it is essentially blood that is coagulated. Dam yasa kulo. If all the blood of an infant came out of his body, im en bo tahor. dam shebo. If it does not have a revi'it, the blood is uh, tahor and does not cause tum'ah, even if it is all the blood that is in the body of the infant. Halakha tetva, final halakha of the chapter. Ve'elu im hasru kol shehu. And if the following measures weren't full uh, and complete, and there was some amount that was missing, they are tahor. Revi'it haddam. If revi'it of dam. Etsem kaseura. A bone the size of a grain of barley. Vechazait basar. And a kezait of flesh. Vechazait nesel. And a olive's worth of nesel. Umlo hofnaim rakav. And two handfuls of rakav. And ever mina high that some uh, amount of the limb was not there. And with that, we finish Perik Gimel. And I just, uh, Rabbi Yochai Makbili in his Pirush really gives a fantastic summary 
at the end in his in his commentary, and I'd like just to to translate it just to recap because it's a little bit of a technical chapter, and there are a lot of um, different parts that will be relevant for the coming for the coming perakim. So, in summary, tumot that a nazir needs to restart his nazirut and shave for them. It seems to be that they are not din Torah according to Harambam. Rakav uh, causes tumah only if it was not mixed with dirt or anything else. A corpse that was burned uh, and its form was um, was unrecognizable and uh, flesh of a corpse that became totally, totally soft like flour and worms that uh, that were that were crawling uh, in the in the flesh of the corpse are tahor. Um, if in regards to the skin, human skin that was that was worked, um, it is hahamim um, hahamim decreed that it is tameh. Any part of uh, of the met is tameh except for teeth, uh, hair, and nails that are detached from the corpse. Uh, and lastly, any liquid that flows from the corpse is tahor, except for blood. Baruch Adonai Amen ve'amen.